Hello everyone and welcome back to On the Bright Side. I'm your host Caroline Susco and I'm so excited to be on this journey with you all. So thank you so much for coming to listen. Since the first couple of episodes, I've literally been overwhelmed with the amount of uplifting stories and sweetest comments. So thank you so much. It just helps me to know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I love it. And on that note, today is an exciting day for On the Bright Side. Today we have one of my best friends joining me on the pod and I could not be more excited. So this guest has been my friend for a few years now and in that few short year of friendships, she has taught me so much when it comes to the power of positivity with just that in general, but then how important it is to surround yourself with nothing but good people because when I met her I was at some of my lower points and she helped me to lift me out of them and see a life full of happiness and good. So with that little intro say hello to one of my best friends Kiki O'Brien. I'm Kiki. Um, I am one of Caroline's best friends from high school. Um, I cannot say that I ever thought I would be here today. (laughs) Guys, if you thought me and Kiki would ever be friends, we are the most polar opposite people there ever was. Yes, we will get into that. Um, Very unexpected, but I'm so excited to be here. Um, I go to UConn. I'm studying physical therapy. And yeah, that's basically all the all the important things. And today we have a fun episode planned for you guys. We are going to be talking about the importance of surrounding yourself with good people and the importance of having standards to a certain point so you know who you need to be around. Yes. Yes. So we have that all planned out and we are ready to get into it. But first, on each episode, Kiki, I start it with something I'm grateful for because on the bright side, we want to look towards positivity and look towards what makes us happy. So if you want to go first with what you're grateful for, you go for it, girl. Well, I love that idea. Um, Recently, I've just been super grateful to have time at home to relax. And I know summer, a lot of the times, it can be about travel and crazy plans, But this past week or so, I've just been laying low and spending some good quality time with my home friends who I miss dearly throughout the school year. So yeah, Yeah. I would just say I've been super grateful for that. And I feel like that's so important just to like stop for a second and just refocus because so you guys know I go to UNH, you guys know Kiki goes to UConn and it's just a lot of going, going, going throughout the college year. So just to be able to have a time to, I mean, we still work in the summer, but just have a time to like breathe a little and just yes. kind of do whatever. And just do those more wholesome activities that you don't necessarily do at school. Because school is definitely very fun, but it's a lot of craziness. And it makes me miss just taking walk, mm. getting my favorite coffee, just the little things like that. Yeah, you don't realize how quickly and chaotic school is, like going to school, being with friends, sorority stuff, because yes. me and Kiki are both in AKIO, she's in AKIO at UConn, and I'm in AKIO at UNH. Yes, and that can be quite the commitment. I love it, but it just gets just, crazy busy sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then my thing I am grateful for is to have Kiki here, because if I can say one person that's inspiring me to have this podcast and to talk about all this bright side and bright stuff it's definitely because of Kiki our friendship started off (laughs) Kiki started as a very positive person very funny outgoing person 
And when we met, I was very soaked into like negativity and just was a very drama girl kind. Yeah. Yeah, I would say our high school experiences looked quite different until senior year. We both were very caught up in our own thing. And like our own friend groups. Yeah. And I think we both didn't even realize some of the beautiful things we were lacking that we actually bring out in each other. No, yeah. And we have very similar values and I feel like it took a while for us to actually realize that because when you see us from the first page we're like total polar opposites yes it's probably the cheesiest thing you'll ever hear but truly never judging a book by its cover because never did I have any (laughs) ill feeling towards Caroline but she was never someone I would necessarily approach naturally (laughs) um just very girly um, her friend group in high school, very, very known. I feel like I feel like I just had my few close friends. And yes, but I think that was something that we both admired in each other because I think, yeah, I was going out hiking and playing soccer, but you would have cute little bachelorette nights with like cute dessert. That was something that I always thought was like adorable and super fun but something that my friends wouldn't necessarily be doing on their Friday Exactly so we like took stuff we wanted stuff from each of our friends and it like kind of fast forwarded back and forth um yeah I saw Kiki very like content like she knew who she was from the get-go in high school she was in my opinion very put together and everyone knew her as being very silly very funny very positive and me on the other hand just more of like a girly girl yeah I, you were just more in the moment and I was just not in the moment I was just always focused on the well, next thing it's funny because put together is the word I would use for you <laughs> Caroline in high school always looked put together like a perfect self-tanned the night before mm-hmm. meanwhile I was rolling out of bed I think I was put together in the sense that like not many things bothered me in life which I think I learned from a pretty young age, which I'm grateful for, that little bumps along the road shouldn't, you know, get you down for that long. And but, I, yeah, I feel like I didn't know that yet, and I was just wearing fur coats to school. <laughs> yes, Caroline, the newest fashion trends, Caroline was pulling up the next day in them. Guys, I woke up at 5.30, I curled my hair, I did my makeup, I wore like mini heel boots and the earrings. But I was a real tryhard, and I guess those areas you were just. I wouldn't say tryhard. I think you just valued that girly aspect of yourself. (laughs) And so me and Kiki knew each other in high school. Our high school was like 500, 500 a grade, right? Yes. Yeah. And so we knew knew each other. I think we actually did like church school together or something, and I feel like that's where we like knew knew of each other. But we just knew each other from other people. Like, we were we were friendly. We always yes. said hi to each other in the hall. Like, we knew who each other was. But it wasn't till French in... Senior year French class. Yeah. A class I didn't even want to take <laughs> ended up being the best thing that ever happened mm-hmm. to me. And that's, like, where we crossed paths. Because we just hit it off right away in, like, yes. our humor aspects. Shout out senior year French <laughs> for this amazing friendship. And then quarantine hit, so we were always just FaceTiming, doing stuff. Yes. So that really bond us together but we were both just very silly people and I feel like 
it was like a breath of fresh air for both of us in yes. friendships because it wasn't what we were used to having. And we both were never involved in each other's outside life. Mm-mm. She was my a school friend, friend. Yes. My friends didn't really know Caroline and Caroline's friends didn't know me. <laughs> so I think that it kind of gave us that safe space. I think very early on we were venting to each other mm-hmm. and, you know, just uplifting each other through basically everything. And my one of my favorite memories of senior year was we would eat lunch together every single day. Yeah, one of our close guy friends would go to and it was all three of us got super duper close. And in that time is when COVID hit. All three of us were like, wait, we're not seeing each other every day. Mm-hmm. Like it's become so routine. And then like activity. during quarantine, we went to each other for every problem yes. because it was just easier to FaceTime. And yes, that's and we, we were... knew no drama was going to be created. Did you feel like you were set with the people you were with? Like for me, I was like college, I don't need anyone else. Like I don't need to go to college. This is perfect. But like, did you feel like you were missing something or back then did you feel fulfilled? Um, I think looking back now, I'm like, wow, obviously I wasn't because I've just met so many amazing people. But I think comfortable is the word I would use. Mm-hmm. I was doing soccer and lifting every night after school. So I would only see the same group of girls and I obviously love them to death. They're still some of my best friends, but I definitely think I was limiting myself in the sense that I was very happy with my friendships, Mm -hmm. but that shouldn't mean I should be done and not looking for... Right. Like when I was going to college, all I could think about was leaving those 13 of my super close friends. And I was like, I don't need anyone else. Like there's no point of me making new friends because these are my... And that's so special to have that in high school, Mm -hmm. but also realizing, especially with college, you meet so many amazing people with different experiences and different perspectives on the world, just Mm -hmm. from coming from all these different places. And I think those are also some of the most important friendships I'll have in life. Right. Because, I mean, us being all from Saratoga, we're, we're all grown up like in the same way. We're all raised similar. And I feel like going to college and seeing people from so many different places and interacting with them like now I couldn't imagine my life without my friends from school I'm literally visiting them every other week like going to Cape Cod next weekend or this weekend to see them like I feel like now I look back and I would say oh my gosh like if I hadn't met them my life would have been like over almost because they're such a big part of my life now but back then that's all I knew was those 13 girls which are still my best friends don't get me wrong but it's just a bigger circle now yes and even with you you're not even a college friend but I wasn't looking for new friends in high school. I figured, yeah, college, I'll meet new people. But high school, I was like, oh, I've kind of found my spot, whatever. And obviously, yes, I still love those people. But you're now literally one of my closest friends. And it was all because of one class. Right. And you're one of the most similar people to me, which is so ironic because... Mm -hmm. From the outside, from our hobbies, you would never think so. Remember our room decor? (laughs) Yes. Guys, time out. When me and Kiki, we were facing... Kiki went to UConn and it was her first night and she didn't realize, like, she didn't cope. Like, yeah, she was going... Not cope, what's the word? It, like, never hit me that I was going to college until I got there. Like, most people cried before they left or, like, when graduation was canceled because of COVID. Like, high school graduation. So I arrived to college... (laughs) Not having mentally prepared at all. And it just hit me like a truck. (laughs) And we didn't have graduation because of COVID. So we never really got that final like... Closure. Closure. So Kiki calls me. (laughs) 
<laughs> crying. Like I'm trying to like distract. I'm like, oh, show me your room. <laughs> but the way she panned the room and it was all white, all white, all white. And then like one little sign. <laughs> yeah, she wanted me to give her a room tour because of course, if you know Caroline, she had all the cutest stuff. I had the Pinterest had. board. <laughs> yes, she was the Pinterest board room. I had a single tiny little rectangular sign hanging on my bedroom wall and not that that's a bad thing but I, it was a bad thing <laughs> and then when i got to school i was bawling to kiki and i feel like just going through that we we kind of like coped with dark humor in a way yes and i think also people romanticize the transition to college as Wow, it's just like a whole new world. But for us girlies with anxiety, <laughs> it's not always the easiest mm -mm. thought to stomach. No. It can be a very difficult transition. And I think Caroline and I are both very open people. And the other people that were having a hard time weren't saying anything. But we felt so safe with each other because we could call each other and be like, get me out. Right. I'm struggling. I mean, we saw everyone's, like, Snapchat stories and stuff, and everyone just made it look like they were having a great time. And I feel like that's something we needed to learn. Yes. That, like, it wasn't... That it's social media, and it's fake. And obviously, everyone knows social media is fake, but I think we really felt alone because everyone was posting how great of a time we were having. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that was them just convincing themselves. But... I mean, the first whole year, like the first year, I feel like there was never a time we were fully like, this is my place. Yeah. I joined AKO freshman year and I definitely started to meet some of my friends, but then second semester I went home. And then I feel like Kiki just taught me going to college that a lot of my previous friendships that I had to get rid of were like very one-sided and that's like not what I was looking for in college. And Kiki like helped me to realize what a healthy, normal friendship is and a lot of my other friends, but Kiki's like friendship to me really stood out. So I was going to college with that open mindset, like where's my Kiki? Yes, and I was doing just the opposite saying, where's my Caroline? Yeah. Because I think that was something that we had right off of the get-go is the familiar. Yes. And just like truly caring about each other and like so deeply. We never have drama. We've never had drama mm -hmm. just because we realize it's a waste of time mm -hmm. and we love each other. Yeah. And there's no sense in all that bickering. Life's short. Yeah. Yes, life is so short. And then with college, we just bonded a lot with so just anxiety in general. And then we're both Catholic, like just going back to church school. We both had that sense of something bigger than us. So yes. like if we got little signs, it'd be like, oh my gosh. Yes. Because I feel like you have to when you're so anxious, you have to turn to something greater than yourself. Even apart from religion, I think we both just believe in a lot of seeing signs from mm -hmm. the universe and how everything's for a greater purpose, which yeah. all roots in optimism. And I think at our core, we're both very optimistic people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the more time I spent with you, I was like, oh, this is what healthy is almost. Like where we were both rooting for each other, both super positive, both optimistic people. Since we have been friends, it has always been healthy and happy and that's mm -hmm. all you can really ask for from someone and like of course the friends I'm friends with now are meant to be in my life but there was definitely friends I had to get rid of because I was like this isn't healthy like this isn't what friendship is supposed to be I think we both were good examples for each other of what it is to be empathetic mm -hmm. which I think is something that we're both very yeah. good at yeah and I feel like the more we hung out and like the more we facetimed I started to emulate 
more of your positivity and your gratefulness like into my everyday life because not only have we like grown together as people but you've taught me so much. Since being friends with you I chase those friendships that make me feel so encouraged mm -hmm. and bring out those sides of me that I don't necessarily touch into on my own such as just being girly but deep down you know that's yeah. a part of me that I've always liked and I think chasing those friendships that bring out the good yeah and then going back to quarantine like do you think quarantine helped you to realize your better friendships because I feel like during quarantine it was a time where you could only see certain people and it was special to see these people because we were all in quarantine so everyone was like secluded doing their own thing. So what do you think about that? Like do you think quarantine helped find closer friendships and like take some out? Yeah, I think everyone can agree quarantine gave us a lot of time to think and reflect which was perhaps one of the biggest blessings that came out of this horrible time. But yeah, totally. I think only getting to see a few people just made me appreciate spending time with other humans so much more. And I realized, oh, what friends are reaching out to me when it's not easy? Mm -hmm. And like, which friends are helping me feel more positive through this time and, you know, finding that happy perspective on it. Yeah, just because we all had like little in-person interaction. So it was just more special. Yes, and like obviously it's not super easy to be positive. So nothing against the people that took it harder because obviously it was a, it was a very hard time. But I do think I just had a lot of time to reflect on my everyday routine because it so quickly was taken away from me. Mm -hmm. The things I did every day, the people I saw every day were all just taken. And I started to realize who I was missing and who was adding to my life on a daily basis and who I was super, super grateful to have. And then I think vice versa, I also had time to reflect on maybe friendships that were taking things from me. Right. And then, I mean, obviously there's a time where everyone's miserable, whether it was during quarantine, during what, like our miserable time was the beginning of college. Like <laughs> Kiki was known as the third roommate. My my roommate Riley knew exactly who she was and be like, oh, hey, Kiki. Like, Kiki was like... Yes, we were always on the phone because that was a true test of friendship and mm -hmm. we really needed each other. Yeah, yeah. So Riley just knew Kiki. Like, if I was on the phone, she would automatically be like, hey, Kiki, how you doing? And then we were like, I feel like you and Riley got close, too. No, I love Riley to death. Shout out to Riley. <laughs> She's great. And I think you couldn't have been given a better roommate to go through all of that with. I know, she was a true. She was a trooper. I shouted her out in one of my first episodes because I was like, I feel so bad. She is truly a gift. She was exactly what Caroline needed, and I'm really happy she had that yeah. support. Yeah, yeah. And then through that, we both joined sororities, Kiki joining her sophomore year, me joining mine freshman year. And I, I know there could be negative views on sororities. I feel like people have like a misconception of how sororities are. But when you joined AKIO, do you think it helped you meet more people and find more people who you should be surrounded by? Or do you think it made it worse? I think a thousand percent it's one of the best things I did in college. Um, no, I do not embody the typical sorority girl. Mm -hmm. 
Which, honestly, I feel like people say all the time. So I think it really is just such a stereotype. Yeah, like from, like, Legally Blonde and stuff, you just think of the big rich house with the blondes walking down in the heels and the... Yes, and that's not at all how it is, at least up north. I was super nervous. I only joined because my older cousin, who I go to school with, was in the sorority. So she was really encouraging to me. I was going through some other things at the time and she was like you know what it's a great group of girls I think you should just put yourself out there if you hate it you hate it and you can be done Mm -hmm. but you're young and this is still early in your college experience I think you should just give it a try so I did I didn't even tell Caroline I was going through any rush process and I just facetimed her and I was like hey sister and she was like, what? And but I, was I, was, like, I was like, hey, sister. <laughs> We're in the same sorority. Sorority sisters. Sorority sisters. So me joining helped me so much, like being able to find friends because going through recruitment and stuff, these girls are trained to know what they're looking for, like personality wise and like value wise. And I feel like I was surrounded by a lot of funny, caring, outgoing people that were just like me. And I feel like that was a big help and that started to make my transition smoother. And when you joined sophomore year and ended up living in the sorority house, like your experience like totally 360 or 180. Yes. Yeah. Um, 180 is the number you're looking for. <laughs> um, She'll help me in math. <laughs> I did help Caroline with math homework for a long time. <laughs> But yeah, totally. I was not in the most positive environment at school. I knew I loved college and I I had friends like right from the get-go that I knew that I loved. But I also just felt a bit lost. As much as I felt like I had found some of my people, I didn't feel like I truly settled in and had my niche at school of like what I was meant to do and who I was meant to be with. My routine never sat right. I never felt right. My sophomore first semester living situation, not the best. I saw at the same time Caroline was living in her sorority house and I knew that was an option for me for second semester and she really showed me how you know, it's not like the movies and it can actually just feel like a giant sleepover with a bunch Mm -hmm. of friends. So back to the anxiety. This was a lot for me, a big step for me to take. Um, I decided to move into the house. Um, Didn't know the girl I was going to be living with. She is now perhaps my best friend at college. Mm -hmm. I love every single girl that lived in the house and I think that was what I was missing and that's truly was all meant to be because now I could not be more positive that that is my place. Right. And those are my people. And the people we met in the house, you would have probably never met anywhere else. Like, you were just close with everyone by the end of the year. Yes. And I can't speak for every school, but I will say, if you're in a sorority and you have the option to move into the sorority house, do it. Yeah. Especially if you feel a little bit lost at school. Because it truly is one giant sleepover and some of my favorite college memories were made in those walls. Mm -hmm. But wow, it really is what you make it because there's nothing like getting ready on a Friday night with 30 other of your best friends. Mm -hmm. And then always having someone looking out for you, making sure you're home safe. Right. Whipping up food in the kitchen. (laughs) Late night mac and cheese. (laughs) It truly is a gift. So with friendship and everything and going through the adjustments of colleges and making friends, what would you say the qualities were that you look in for friends now? Like, does that make sense? Like what the qualities you 
look for in yeah, friends? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it definitely shifted a lot. I think it's human nature to base a person off of like what you see at first glance and you're like, I'd get along with her. I wouldn't get along with her. Right. Like remember going to college, like those Facebook group chats where it would be like, oh, I'm so-and-so, I'm living here, I'm from here. <laughs> like shopping for college friends. That's literally, um, it was like speed dating going yes, on Yes, it was like speed dating. Um, but I think as I got older, I just learned, for me, a big one is just truly empathetic people. Mm-hmm. I think that is by far the most important skill to have as a person is to be able to take a walk in someone else's shoes and just understand that we all come from many different places and we all have a different story to tell. Right. And like, even with anxiety, me and Kiki kind of know how to handle each other, but like very few people know how to do that. And like, we don't hold that against them because they just didn't grow up with like our minds. And I think just finding people that are like, wow, I really don't understand, but I'm so sorry and I'm here for you and I want to try to understand and I want to, you know, have your back through everything. And then obviously humor is my other top. I think empathy and then just someone who I can get a good belly laugh with. I feel like also it's just, you have to know your worth in a friendship and what you deserve and you can't let other people walk over you around you because you're never going to be happy until you know your own worth and what you deserve. And realizing how much you have to give as a person. I think the same thing goes for relationships, friendships, anything. It's just knowing, like, I have so much love in my heart for other people, and, like, I deserve someone who's going to value that and never even consider right. taking it for granted. Right. And it's just so much more fun when you you hear a person's name and you think of all these happy memories mm-hmm. and, oh, I would love to do this with this person. I'm going to text this person to go grab coffee. And it's like, you don't have to worry about those other strings attached of, like, oh, they're going to be gossiping, oh, they bring drama. Mm -hmm. It's just easy. Exactly. Like, you don't want to deal with that other stuff. Yeah. And then I also feel like I need friends that have, like, goals and are inspired to work really hard because that's what keeps me going. If I see someone else working really hard, I'm like, oh, I want to work just like that too. I'm surrounded by so many hardworking girls and guys. It's like, okay, what are my goals going to be? And I feel like it just helps you drive to success when you have people working for success around you. Yes, I definitely think you're a product of your environment and just surrounding yourself with people that are like, you know what, Caroline, (laughs) you've always wanted to do this. You know, you love talking. You're really good at talking. Do it. Like, (laughs) who cares? Life is short. And having those people is just truly so special. Right. And, like, the people I'm surrounded with, like, you guys and all my other friends, it was all positive vibes. And I was like, guys, I want to do a podcast. Like, I got all happy comments, like, uplifting. And that's, like, what you need in a friend. You need someone to be uplifting you at all times. And they just... Want to see your success. Yeah, exactly. I think We finish each other's sentences. (laughs) Yes, we're so cute like that. I think some people can not always necessarily want to see their friends succeed and thrive. And I think... Like, sometimes it's just not even maliciously. Like, it's just hard to. Yes. And I think that's part of just the society we live in. It's just a very competitive world. And, like, especially as, like, a woman, just, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to get your footing out here can be crazy. But just finding people that genuinely are 0% faking it when they say, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't talk about this because here I am, have been single for 20 years, but Kiki, like, with dating and, like, your boyfriend and stuff, 
Oh, speaking of my boyfriend, <laughs> sorry to cut you off real quick. Um, so my boyfriend, shout out Evan, actually went to elementary school with Caroline and was her crush because he wore a sweater vest. So I would just like it to be known that my boyfriend has been stealing hearts since the first grade. <laughs> And now, whenever I'm talking to his parents about Caroline, I start it with, Caroline, you know the girl that had a crush on him? (laughs) And, like, but you know, like, what I'm saying, like, over the years and with generations, I feel like we've let it slip almost in the ways we, like, the standards we have and, like, who we should be surrounded. And unlike you, you're in a very healthy relationship with him. And not many people can say they are today. Like, they just settle. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think friendships, relationships, it's all the same in the sense that I'm just over the negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, I... People go through things. People aren't always positive. But I think just finding people that have a desire to uplift and, like, just, like, keep striving to just treat you the way you should be treated. Girls constantly are settling for less than ideal men right out here like I was on the phone with one of my friends this morning and I was like oh my gosh he's so cute he held the door open for me and she was like can I what like the bar is on the floor you heard it here first folks (laughs) the bar is 60 under and my friend was like Caroline like no that is the bare minimum like you need someone I don't know but yeah just pushes you and like makes you feel like a princess and I think why are we all okay not all of us, but I think a lot of people just get comfortable chasing after someone just because they love the thrill of the chase. Mm -hmm. And there's nice people. There's nice girlfriends out there. There's nice boyfriends out there. It's both ways. Yes. Never just settle and be comfortable. Right. Because there's always someone out there that is going to add to your life yeah and I feel like I have that problem if anyone just gives me like the time of day or like compliments and I'm like oh my gosh they're so nice like you are gonna be my best friend or omg that's like my next touch like I had the bar set so low because I don't know I thought I deserved less than I actually did with guys I think sometimes we don't always hold them accountable into this high standard that we should Mm -hmm. and some girls sometimes I think just truly believe that's what they deserve which is terrible right because like if you surround yourself with a bare minimum that's just telling yourself that you deserve the bare minimum and you don't deserve to be treated like the wonderful person you are like you're just settling for something you believe is like "Eh." yeah when you like there's so much more out there don't settle like it's the same with guys the same with friendships but there's absolutely amazing guys out there i could not be happier in the relationship that i'm in so with like past relationships have you ever felt like there were times that there were guys that weren't good for you or just people that weren't good for you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I need to get close to the microphone on that one. Yes. Any girl ever can probably relate to this. You can easily just get caught up in wanting something. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, you're attached to someone that is not even remotely treating you well. Yeah, like... Like, I was listening to this podcast, and it was like, you need to be happy with yourself before you can find someone else, like, to love you, because you have to love yourself, and, like, if you're not loving yourself, then you're just radiating meh love. In high school, I had my fair share of just, like, really awful experiences with boys, and I'm sure every girl right now is, like, same. 
We have that is, we have that person in our mind. Yes. But how many nights have yourself or your friends, I know I have, crying to Olivia Rodrigo thinking you're never gonna get any better when really you weren't even treated good in the first place. No, it's so sad. Like, I would get so upset when I was opened or, like, it was taking too long for someone to answer back. I would I would beat myself up, up over it. Like, it would change the path of my day. Yes, and I... I can speak for myself. I remember checking snap maps and being like, wow, he didn't answer me, Mm -hmm. but he's been on and just putting my worth into someone who just literally didn't care about me. I know it sounds very harsh, but there are guys that I truly was like, wow, he's awesome. And I really care about Mm -hmm. him. And it took one of my other very close friends from home, I'll never forget this, she looked me in the eye one day after being so gentle and comforting through everything, and finally I remember she just looked me in the eyes and was like, he doesn't care about you. And I know that's so hard to hear, and I love you and I care about you, but he doesn't. Right. And you need that friend to just... And I think that is where my path to getting in a better mindset started. I think I finally was like, No matter how much you love and cherish another person, it doesn't mean anything if they're treating you like you're nothing. You just, you just can't settle, like, with any Friendships and relationships, because everyone has also had those friendships where you're always the one reaching out, always the one checking in. Mm -hmm. It's a 50-50. It's a 50-50. Give. You know, everyone should be giving what they can in all of their relationships. Right. Even even when going through something, yeah, you might need to help someone a little bit more. It might be more of a 60-40 sometimes. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that they're trying and that they're truly willing to fight for you. Right. But, like, standards, we have to start looking less on, like, what's on the outside and more of, like, what's on the inside. Yes. And to all my girlies um, in high school... I hate to say this, but your Prince Charming probably isn't your French the charm. boy in your math class that's making you cry every night. And if you're fighting over a boy right now, drop the boy. Girlfriends are girlfriends so Girlfriends much- always. I can firmly say my best girlfriends from high school I will have forever. Mm-hmm. I am two year, two full years out of high school and I'm still so close with all my girls. I couldn't tell you one boy that I liked that still matters at yeah. all to me right. today. Right. If he's meant to be, he'll come later down the line. Yes. Like it's not worth it it's to not lose your girlfriends worth for that. Losing your girlfriends. And then based on the people you're surrounded by, do you think people can change like the path of your life? Totally. I think everyone influences you on a daily basis. Just their energy, their desires, their goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. It all rubs off on you because at the end of the day, people project positivity or negativity. Yeah, like it's contagious. Like it, it is actually so is. contagious. And And you'll find yourself acting and talking similar and laughing (laughs) similar to the people you surround yourself with. So I think just being super, super intentional about how you invest your time because your time is sacred, especially at such an age where we're all very, you know, malleable. We're all forming into our own person. And this is the time where you want to be influenced by these super awesome girls and guys. And like, as we're growing, you have to look at everything as an opportunity. 
with the people you're surrounded by and with everything you do. Thousand percent. Thousand yeah. percent. Oh, like my TikTok for you page is like all filled with positive people when I'm on that in the morning or like going to bed or just throughout the day. Like if your for you page is all positive things, you're waking up positive. I think the for you page is a good metaphor for the people you surround yourself with. Like the videos you interact with, it's just going to produce more of that positive, those positive videos. I like every single baby TikTok that mm -hmm. pops up in my feed. Now my whole for you page is a bunch of toddlers. Yeah. And I think that's a really good metaphor for the fact that, you know, you're hanging around people that make you feel on cloud nine. You're going to find yourself feeling on cloud nine even when you're not around them. Right. And then, like, I saw this quote on something and it was life's happening for you, not to you. Because so many people just think life's like trying to get out for them. But all these things happen for a reason and there's such a bigger picture. Like, that's what I believe. And I feel like if you're surrounded by those people who see that bigger picture, it just radiates more positivity and all have hardships and struggles and just knowing that everyone has their thing that's what my mom used to always say to me like because I would be like oh my gosh I'm so anxious why does no one get it and she's like everyone has their thing mm -hmm. because I struggle with things that some people will never understand but vice versa and I think it's super important to realize that yeah and then just lastly for listeners, what's the first step you would recommend in getting them to surround themselves with good people? Like if they currently are and don't know how to make that change. I think trying new things first off, like if you have any sort of like clubs or sports or like for me, it was the sorority that you've been thinking about and you're like, should I do it? Um, Do it. Meet new people, join new things, do new activities, and also just, you don't have to outright cut people out and be like, bye, exactly. bye, bye, but realize budgeting your time. Treat your time like money. You know, maybe you're not spending six hours a day with someone that's constantly being negative and tearing you down. But like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't because you it gotta help them. Yes, and you know, that's not to say when someone's dealing with something that's not necessarily super happy, you need to barely see them. Right, because you need those friends that are going to help you get through it, but you have to have like a happy medium. Yes, a happy medium of, you know, where supporting friends that you know it's coming from a place of they're going through something versus friends where it's coming from a place of lacking any sort of mindfulness or gratefulness and just truly budgeting your time with friends and even family that make you feel good. Come up with a little mental list of all those important people or maybe someone that you've always thought was super cool but you've never approached or you barely ever hang out with and just being like, hey, like, want to grab food? One of my closest friends at school, she, had, she posted a positivity quote on Instagram before I knew her at college and I slid up and was like want to get lunch like I love your vibe we got lunch she's now one of my closest right. friends and there's two girls in my sorority one she's very religious very happy like she has an account for all that and I was like I need to be friends with this girl and I texted her I was like hey girl when we get back to Durham let's do something and then another girl living in my sorority house was like I'm so excited to live with you like your positivity just radiates and that's yeah, the people let, you need to be surrounded by let people know they're awesome mm -hmm. if you have a chance tell them you love them you appreciate them you think they're cool even if you don't really know them just right. being like I just love I think the best compliment you can get as a person is I love your energy I love your positivity things like that where it's not even physical but it's the most empowering compliment you can receive from someone yeah so with that that's Kiki and I story to our friendship and again 
I believe she was a literal angel sent down to be like this. This is what friendship looks like and this is what you deserve. So thank you so much, Kiki. I love you. Thank you for having me. Of I love course. you more. This was so much fun. This uh, was fun. And so stay tuned for next episode. I think it's, I think I'm going to talk about sorority. That'll be a good one for you to listen That'll to. That'll be perfect. Yeah. But with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to comment and direct message me with your thoughts on this podcast. Please have me back. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, stay looking on the bright side and it will serve you really well. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.